This episode has been brought to you in part by the Azrieli Music Prizes. Join them in celebrating artistic excellence at the AMP Gala Concert, live from Maison Symphonique in Montreal, happening October 20th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Orchestre Metropolitain will premiere award-winning music by laureates Aharon Harla, Iman Habibi, and Rita Ueda. Learn more at azrielifoundation.org backslash AMP. At each end of the arena, the musical ride forms the swinging gates. Did you recognize the sound you just heard? It's the announcer describing part of the RCMP's musical ride from a performance before the pandemic. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police Horse Show is world famous. And so what's Jewish about it? Well, nothing yet. But while the RCMP commissioner has been on the hot seat all summer at the inquiry in Nova Scotia for the way her Mounties handled that province's mass shooting in 2020, Commissioner Brenda Lucky has also been quietly working on something very Jewish. For the first time in the nearly 100-year history of the RCMP, Jewish members and even cadets will be permitted to wear a kippah, the Jewish head covering for men, if they want to, while on duty. And that's thanks to a request from a Jewish officer in B.C. who was turned down when he asked his superior for some accommodation. And then B'nai B'rith's League for Human Rights got involved. The RCMP is iconic. It goes back to basically the founding of Canada, the creation of the Northwest Mounted Police in the 1870s. The you know scarlet coat is an, a national symbol. And, uh, you know, the RCMP is even known internationally. Often when people think of Canada, they think of the RCMP. So it's important that the RCMP reflect Canada. I'm Ellen Bessner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, September the 8th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. We can't tell you much about the Jewish officer in BC who started this because he doesn't want to be interviewed, and he's also asked Benebrith not to reveal his identity. It wasn't a case of anti-Semitism here, though, because the RCMP dress code regulations already permit some faiths to have religious head coverings. The Mounties provide specially designed turbans for Sikhs, for example, and hijabs for Muslims. And kippahs are allowed, but since the RCMP have never been asked about it before, there was a bit of a confusion whether Jews are allowed to wear it or not. Now the Mounties say they're going to get one designed, although it won't be ready for a while, and so in the meantime, Jews can bring their own. It's part of Venebris' national campaign to raise awareness of the issue with police in Canada. The Canadian Forces has had a kippah policy as part of its uniform for over a decade, in June, the Vancouver PD signed on. A few days ago, the OPP also said yes, but the RCMP's the biggest one to do it by far, with over 19,000 members, although we don't know how many are Jewish and observant. Coming up, we'll speak with B'nai B'rith about this, but first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Joshua Goldhart in the city of Toronto, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. The city of Toronto has launched a new publicity campaign to tackle anti-Semitism. The mayor, John Tory, who's of Jewish descent, joined Jewish councillor James Pasternak and other Jewish leaders outside City Hall on Wednesday to unveil this year's Toronto for All initiative. It'll see posters go on bus shelters and on all the city's social media. 
The idea is to educate people that anti-Semitism is not old news, that it in fact impacts Jewish residents today, and get people to work to stop it. According to the city police's hate crimes unit, anti-Semitism has been at the top of their incident reports for the past five years running. The new campaign will last until the beginning of October. And joining us now from Montreal is Marvin Rotran from B'nai B'rith's League for Human Rights. So why don't you walk us through what has happened uh, with the RCMP allowing Jewish religious head coverings to be worn now by its personnel? Uh, we were contacted by an officer in British Columbia who wanted to wear a kippah. Uh, he's Jewish, he's observant, and he wanted to have the ability to wear a kippah simply because RCMP rules seem to say that he could, but his superiors wouldn't allow him to do so. Uh, we worked with the RCMP, and the ultimate resolution is he will be able to wear his kippah, and it will be recognized by his superiors. But let me go backwards a little bit to explain how this all came about. Back in the 1980s, they were among the first national institutions to grapple with a more diverse Canadian population. They had an application from Balti Singh Dillon, who is a person who would otherwise be qualified to serve except for one impediment. He wore a turban as an observant Sikh and he had a beard. And according to the rules, he couldn't be hired. And so he appealed to the RCMP commissioner back in, I think, 1988. And the commissioner appealed to the government of Canada and the Mulroney government said, yes, we're going to change the rules for the RCMP. It went all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court said, no, uh, the the RCMP has the ability to modify its uniform rules in a way that preserves public safety, preserves the safety of the officer, and also accommodates a changing nation. And that sort of opened the debate on um, religious symbols and headgear in particular uh, in the RCMP and other police forces. Uh, the RCMP eventually modified its rules so that in 2016 it made clear that there was an approved hijab. Now we looked at the RCMP rules and um, it appeared to allow a keeper. Uh, we wrote on behalf of this member to uh, the commissioner of the RCMP, Brenda Lukian, who basically wrote back to us, say, yes, a keeper is, is permitted, but we don't have an approved keeper and we're working on, on it. So we wrote again to the commissioner saying, well, uh, our member has been told because there's no approved keeper that he can't um, enjoy the rights that you say he has and wear the keeper. So she wrote back to us and said, yes, there is a, an obvious gap between our intentions and the practice on the ground. And she made clear in her letter to us, sent at the beginning of August, that uh, they will develop an approved KIPA. It will be available in the RCMP stores for any officer who requires it. But in the interim, they would allow uh, officers to bring their own KIPAs and wear their own KIPAs. So uh, we've alerted um, our contact, but this is the first interview we're doing on this because the commissioner asked for a few weeks to be able to alert the ranks and you know that time has passed and we assume that's happened and we're pleased with the result. All right, I want to jump in there for a minute, Marvin, because it seems like it's a win-win and it sounds like a nice, happy story. So why is this Jewish officer in BC reluctant to be identified or to speak out? I'm not really at liberty to say other than um, 
he would not do interviews without specific um, approval of his superiors and didn't feel like seeking it out in, in this particular case. However, we have heard from him and he's very pleased that the clarification has been made by the uh, commissioner because initially when we told them, yes, you can wear a kippah and the commissioner says so, but oh, by the way, there's no approved kippah. He said, I am being told that because there's no approved kippah, I have to wait and I don't know when the RCMP will deliver an approved kippah into the official commissary where we get you know, uh, our, our uniforms and our equipment. Now uh, he has in his possession a letter uh, that the commissioner sent to us, which we've shared with him, quite clearly saying that the RCMP will consult and work towards an approved keeper, but in the interim, there is no impediment for his wearing one. Okay, right. and so is B'nai B'rith consulting with the RCMP to uh, design this special regulation one and tell us what it, what, what, what your input has been? Yes, we will. We've been given a contact and we will be in contact to set up a schedule and to bring experts. Uh, I don't actually think this is rocket science, but then again, I'm not an expert in public security either. I can understand that having an approved hijab might be more difficult than an approved kippah because you can grab it and there's a question of the safety of the officer that's involved. Or it can catch uh, on fire too if you're in the middle of something, yeah. Exactly, but however, if the RCMP could relatively quickly come up with an approved hijab, I believe they'll quickly come up with a standard for for a, for a kippah and how to assure that it doesn't fall off your head, uh, you know, when you're running or or whatever. I can uh, give them I, a million clips from my little box from that I keep in my house and they can use them all. <laughs> you know, it's a little hard for us to dictate uh, to them, but we very much appreciate that they want to work with us and the community to get this resolved. How many Jewish officers and personnel are there in the RCMP? Well, that I don't know. But there's obviously several in British Columbia because they seem to uh, get together on a fairly regular basis to talk of issues that are of concern to Jewish officers. Uh, the reality also is there aren't a lot of uh, Orthodox Jews applying for career in policing in Canada or the United States. And that shouldn't necessarily be the case. Policing is an honorable profession. It's a career. And, uh, you know, policing is an evolution. And why not a more diverse police department? In fact, many big city police departments tell us that having a diverse um, uh, membership in their officers has helped them deal with a population that's very different than it was 50 or 75 years ago. I did want to just ask before we end, you know, being in the RCMP and being uh, in public is dangerous and controversial in certain circles as it is. So adding the anti-Semitism Jew hate that's on there uh, now, right? And then you see somebody wearing a kippah. How do you suggest this officer navigate that added risk or added, uh, you know, that made him make a target for other reasons? I generally answer in the opposite way, that having positive role models sends a positive message about an inclusive society. Uh, when you see people from racial or religious minorities in positions of authority, that sends a positive message. Um, of course, in our highly polarized society, where there is actually a, a lot of danger from an increasingly violent right, which you know foments violence and hate, not only aimed at Jews, but all minorities, and there seems to be very little application of our hate laws in this country, 
there is a danger, and I recognize that as well. But I think the overriding message for the public is an officer who comes from a minority is a good thing. It sends positive messages to young people, and it creates a sense of pride of a diverse Canada. By the way, it's not clear whether the RCMP kippas will be allowed to be worn in Quebec, even though the Mounties are a federal police force. But you all know what the new law in Quebec is that bans provincial public employees from displaying their religious identity. The CJN did reach out to the RCMP for an interview, but they didn't get back to us by deadline. If they do eventually reach us, we'll update you. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily Podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia, Integrity, Community, Quality, and Customer Care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Zoe Margulis of Toronto. She was listening to our stories about the Benjamins' funeral home investigation. And we'll end the episode and the week with this clip from Toronto's mayor, John Tory, launching the city's anti-Semitism campaign. You know, Jewish uh, people of the Jewish faith in Toronto represent 4% of our population, but they represent 22% of the hate crimes that are reported to the Toronto Police Service. And so that tells you something about the need to have this campaign and, and more efforts to be undertaken uh, following the campaign. And so we want to inform Torontonians. We want to get them talking to each other. We want to get them to, to name it as something that is happening and to then agree in solidarity to eradicate it.